Yo, 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 guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Marijuana Say Weekly. And today we have a super awesome guest, uh, guest today. Uh, it's Jeff. Uh, he's been on a couple times before and he's always been our go to guy for uh, separation uh, within the cannabis space, uh, legal requirements, and uh, industrial growing. So it's a very technical stuff and Jeff's the perfect guy to break it down for us to understand and today we're going to be talking about CBD cigarettes I know you guys have seen them on the news and you've seen them at spas now and it's basically a pack of durries like guys with some like CBD hemp in <laughs> and it's like the most crazy thing to finally see it though it's not what we may think it is and I know some tunnies are thinking it's just this but you know it's going to get you completely goofed uh, but it's not, and Jeff's going to tell us a little bit more about it. Um, and of course, Dean's going to be here. Uh, What's invest- up, everyone? Investigating the grow side of of these dairies because he's got some questions. That, yeah, and uh, before Jeff pops <laughs> in, uh, it's cool to have a fellow YouTuber on the on the show. Jeff also yeah. has his own YouTube channel, uh, which is, you know, he's been going for quite a while now. So I'm really excited to have a fellow YouTuber and also someone who's so knowledgeable in the space specifically. Uh, and those will be linked below the, the link to, to Jeff's channel. Some really, really, really interesting content there. Okay, I'm going to bring Jeff in. Hey Jeff, hey, welcome to the show. Hey. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'm going to jump straight in and get to the bottom of these uh, hemp uh, or, or cannabis guys or durries that are in spa. Um, and yeah, where are they coming from? Like, how are you know they just showed up overnight? Where did they Where did they come from? Well, they're actually been obviously manufactured in the US, where since the farm bill, it's been pr- quite prolific for CBD uh, products in the region. Uh, and then the importing partner is Alon Naturals that's bringing in basically two, two different pack sizes. Uh, you know, the Adler Zero product as well as their Mountain uh, Hemp product. And essentially claiming that these uh, cigarette smokables have no THC, no nicotine, uh, you know, basically 20 milligrams. Uh, per cigarette, which is which is an interesting claim because uh, <laughs> you'd have to test that thoroughly, and you'd also need reference laboratories that agree on the results to be able to actually make these type of claims uh, for the product. Yeah, because it's highly variable. I mean, you could probably claim that for a tablet, or a, but I suppose can they not do the same with? Okay, okay that would be a mass tangent. But like tinctures, you know, you have this many per drop or this many per you know per CBD gummy. I think. Uh, Exactly. So, I mean, that's a lot easier to kind of, of course, you're formulating there. So if you're formulating, you can do dilutions. But how do you do a dilution on, let's call it biomass that's trimmed, Mm. you know, like Mm. for pre-roll? So you either have to have really good consistency um, to get it right. But I mean, let's I mean, let's see how it goes. I mean, it's regulatory from a regulatory standpoint it's interesting because technically this is a complementary medicine. And you don't think of these smokables usually as as a medicine considering You know, it's forced into that kind of claiming position with a 20 milligram allowance. Mm. Yeah, normally when you're buying a pack of smokes, you don't think it's uh, sort of a, a kind of medicine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. uh, we, you, you mentioned biomass. What exactly is in the, the, uh, the CBD cigarettes and why aren't we uh, growing it locally? Well, look, good question. I mean, more broadly speaking, most of the cigarettes out there, um, 
are generally just milled from a consistent biomass. So they can kind of make a forecast on testing random samples of biomass, uh, like almost like they do with pre-rolls uh, in the yes. US dispensaries. And they say, look, on average, this much is in every single pre-roll in every single cigarette. Um, so mm -hmm. it would be a similar approach. Uh, you know, manufacturing the way there's consistency and quality, I would anticipate for most of the, the guys out there, because if it's being imported from the US, that's a mature market, which means yes. a lot of these testing checks have been in the works for some time. Um, you know, complementary medicines as a definition, there's a lot to talk about here. I mean, <laughs> there's the chocolates, the beverages, um, you know, it's kind of in a way regulation from SAPRA and the medical side is forced. What would usually be, I mean, the Directorate of Food Control and the Department mm -hmm. of Health mm -hmm. actually is responsible for cosmetics and edibles and foodstuffs. So, yeah. you know, it's novel foods and this wouldn't be that case. But you know, other items contain CBD would typically fall under a different definition. I, I struggle with the medical claim to everything that contains CBD and THC because that's really where a lot of the issues stem from. Yeah. So if we just eliminate the medical claims, we'll basically, well, not eliminate them, but I suppose, but you want to sell it with the medical claims. Really. Well, I mean, yeah, I think the easiest thing is you should have a bifurcation or a split of the market. You should have medical that's specifically for an indication. So if yes. it's for back pain, if it's for this, it falls under those those guidelines. Mm -hmm. And then in the, I mean, the UK and other jurisdictions have really talked about novel foods a lot, which is you can give a completely different allowance for the amount of CBD in a product, uh, the way it's prepared. I mean, in the US, they split their pharmaceutical manufacturing, their code of federal regulations from dietary supplements as completely different standards. So it's a lot easier to manufacture products to a, call it a dietary supplement grade than a pharmaceutical grade. And, yes. and you can't expect local guys to compete when they have to grow in highly controlled conditions for CBD. Most of the guys will be growing for THC because they can export it as a medical product. Yes. And then we're just gonna import CBD the whole time. And I mean, let's not start on hemp because the hemp permit uh, legislation is now recently being released by the Minister for Agriculture. So we can talk about that, but it's all kind of linked together in terms of the viability of the South African market to compete globally. Yeah, you were saying something about the 0.2% uh, uh, regulation for THC limit. I know Dean's going to be uh, peed off because it's like you can't grow it bud with less than 0.2% THC. So no, it's not. Well, exactly. I mean, I did a video recently uh, where I was reviewing this because this has been a debate in the US where it's 0.3%. Europe is at 0.2 for most parts, but they're looking to go to 0.3 and to higher numbers. Switzerland, yeah. the Czech Republic, Malawi even, has allowed a 1% threshold for the cultivation of hemp or low THC cannabis. Mm. And this is such an important thing because I mean, in the US, I think 20% of crops are destroyed because they exceed 0.3% THC. <laughs> now, wow. if a hemp farmer in South Africa, right, is going to grow this as an industry and they think it's a growing industry, they want to get into it, there's so many benefits to industrial hemp. If we burn those crops, mm. they might be going into BMW dashboards. Is it necessary? And it also mm. raises the more important question, is our testing capacity in the country ready for it? Because yeah. right now, if you want to have a reference laboratory, you need permits from SAPRA to get reference standards, even if they're small amounts, yeah. just to test and compare against those references. So there's a lot to address here. I wish agriculture had come out with 1%. The only yeah. good news is they've actually gazetted something on the 8th of October in spite of justice, not really amending the Drug and Drug Trafficking Act. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, Dean. What is our current uh, THC percentage in South Africa that we're allowed? Okay. 
Okay, so you know about obviously the private purposes aspect of it. Yes. But now the issue comes in when we're going to talk about trade, and let's talk realistically. There's a reason the US has over 20 billion US dollars in trade a year from, from basically high THC recreational adult use. And it's because they're allowed to trade in certain states, right? I mean, more than half of the US population lives in a state where it's recreationally legal. So, I mean, the problem in South Africa is decriminalization is great, not that it's always been enforced because we need an amendment of the Drug Act. But yes. the bigger point and the bigger concern is we need a trade. We mm. need to move from decriminalization to regulation. And I know regulation is a bad word, but it's not. Because in mm. a way, regulation allows every enthusiast to have a map to get into an industry where we can start trading amongst you know, dispensaries, if it is allowed, all those formats. So CBD mm. is our best example of trade. Uh, but again, I don't think it should be a medicine. So right now, like you said, the only way to grow legal THC with high volume is for medical purposes. And the only way for patients to get it in South Africa is through a Section 21 application. And I can talk mm. about that if you guys want to dig into that, because it is a bit of a process, but at least it's some form of access. No, well, the, the thing is, these regulations are good. I mean, there's, there's sure it's, it's, you know, they should probably just open it up and all this. But we need to get to a point where we're not you know, we're not selling CBD durries for 250 rand a box that are imported from the States that have 20 milligrams of CBD that could have been grown on home country. Uh, we're not importing. I mean, how many thousands of CBD product lines have we seen that are like, oh, using the finest Swiss uh, CBD uh, isolates or, or, you know, compounds and, or, or German or this or, you know, European um uh, CBD and it's and they're importing these little thing isolates and they're diluting it down and it's like that all could be done locally if we had regulation and it's like that's the part that we want to avoid because that's a lot of money getting pumped I mean our CBD market's expected to grow it is growing it's grown a lot since we've been in the game and it's just observing and if it if it's just all that money just going overseas to suppliers you know it's just going to end up being another one of those things that's just a drain on you know we're just consuming when we could actually be producing <laughs> well to that point i mean most of the product coming in is isolate there mm. are guys locally doing their own thing but it's not going to be a scalable thing because mm. when i talk scalable i'm talking spa pick and pay like we mm. want to be able to have our locally grown whether it's CBD and eventually THC in commercial products locally. And mm. that's not going to happen. Like you got to understand, like I think government misses this. It's a commercial global business, mm, which yeah. means you've got a bottom line. Any business owner needs to source the best quality for the best price. Mm. And it's too impeded locally. I mean, we've got to open up legislative pockets. And I mean, there are simple good examples of many people petitioning for this. It's just, it's not that hard. Look at what works in different jurisdictions, implement it. Mm, and without the, without the regulation, all the extra businesses can't grow. I mean, if back to the, back to the cigarettes, you know, there was a manufacturing factory that took the biomass and turned it into a product. And then it was, I suppose, packaged up. So there's multiple other, there was the testing involved as well. And until yeah. we can get all, until we can get, you know, the regulation, those other businesses aren't going to be able to open and start to scale because no businessman is going to go into something or, or put large scale investment into something that's so 
high risk with little uh, with little regulation. So it's yeah. more than just the cultivation. There's all the other industries that we need to grow our industry that I mean, all the other businesses or types of businesses that aren't opening because we don't have the regulation. And also when that one business at the top gets regulated, <laughs> all those businesses around it benefit in like you were saying, Dean, like packaging, you know, they, it's uh, testing, you know, how many labs across the country are going to get extra revenue. Um, and it's, it's just basically, you know, it creates a whole ecosystem, a whole industry. Uh, but Jeff, uh, unfortunately, we've, we've just about hit our time limit. Uh, uh, we did let the guys know that you have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, we'll be linking that below. And you, yeah, you guys are watching after any check it out. And Jeff, thanks so much for taking some time to come on the show. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Dean. Appreciate it. Anytime. See ya. Thanks, Jeff. Interesting stuff. <laughs> you can see uh, Jeff's uh, used to being in front of the camera. He's as passionate as the, as the rest of us. <laughs> great, great guest. And also a really, a really interesting topic because, I mean, mm. we're seeing, once again, you know, we're seeing a product coming in from overseas that could have created hundreds of jobs in South Africa. And we're seeing our market. I don't understand how it's allowed to sell, in all honesty. Why can't we sell our own produced stuff? You know, yeah. I mean, I understand that there's the low percentiles and I understand that it's been tested and whatever, but why can't we create something uh, like that? Uh, start, growing, start growing sub 0.2% and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, but how? The like, impossible, in the... <laughs> the impossible task. And, uh, uh, God forbid if one of your plants is 0.3%, they're fucking got to burn that bad boy down burning your whole business down you know it's like (laughs) i mean like that's impossible so you've got to basically if you if your limit this is your limit is 0.2 percent that means you've got to be growing 0.05 (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah, I think it was one too many zeros. Yeah, like yeah, half a percent because you know you want to allow for variations. And not even half a percent. It's half. A, it's a point two five of a percent. No, no, no. They've said now two zero point two percent is the is the the limit for yes THC. Is it was what they're going to be bringing? I should have clarified with Jeff, but yeah, they're now uh, as a. On top of the 0.05, but that's is a different product. I think with supplementary medicines and whatnot, but that's still an yes. impossible thing to grow. And what they do in the in the UK and Switzerland, I've told you Dean before, is they they grow one percent allowance in Switzerland and then they take it because UK is 0.2 percent when you can sell the bud retail. So they take that one percent bud and they fucking wash it. <laughs> in like they freeze it and they wash it and basically all the terpenes come off. They take it out. Now they've got this just. plant matter (laughs) spray it they spray it with terpenes the shit that they've just taken off and then they trim it and then they send it off to uk and sell it for like five six pounds a gram or whatever you know like 200 bucks a gram it's fucking ridiculous anyway guys (laughs) putting something on and taking taking something off and putting it back on that's that's the (laughs) weed industry Unbelievable. Thanks so much for taking the time to watch, guys. We're on every single podcast streaming station, Apple Music, uh, Podcast Addict, Spotify, wherever you get your fix of podcasts, you can subscribe there. Uh, That's recently up and going. Every episode's there. Uh, Of course, make sure to like and subscribe. And we thank you guys for watching. And until next week, peace. Peace, guys.